Hello Capricorn friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Capricorn July 2023 Astrology Horoscope Forecast. I'm calling the theme of this month for Capricorns for investments winning big for caps. I have lots of placements in Capricorn too, so I'm always excited to tell you the things that I think are going to be most affecting us and the opportunities we have to make the most of the astrological weather. This is for you if Capricorn is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other cap placement that you're watching for. If you are a very late degree cap friend, so birthdays around January 15th through the rest of the sign or cap placements around 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign, I suggest you additionally listen to my Aquarius report because your very late degree friends will benefit from both readings. Okay, a little housekeeping note on this, the topic of the um, medium of, tra of transmission of, of this information. If you are listening to the podcast version and you want the chart visuals, then this podcast is syndicated on my YouTube channel. Just look for Annie Botticelli. Every other month, I put the um, astrology chart on the screen for my friends who love to go deep into the visuals. Um, but I, I've seen it's about split in half. So half of you have gotten back to me to say, you love it, please, more charts. And then half of you have said, for the love of God, Annie, I hate it. Do not use the charts. <laughs> So to try to keep everyone happy, I'm alternating months. Okay, so this July report, do we do have the charts on the screen. I'm about to switch to there. If you don't want to watch it and you're watching the YouTube version, scroll down on the screen and then you won't have the visual. You'll just be able to hear it. Or you can look for Astro Kisses with Annie Botticelli podcast and listen to the audio version only. Okay, so... There are other things to talk about besides these four investments that are winning big for Capricorns this month. So I'm going to hit some of the important basics and then we'll dive into this month that is very, very much focused on investment. And not only of the kind that you usually think of. Okay, so we'll get into that. One of the first things to know is that for the first time in many months, there are more salty aspects compared to sweet ones. So we'll just... Right, so... Salty is a word I use for when the planets are not getting along and they're making annoying aspects with each other. So in July, we've got quite a few, I like to call them road bumps, so that you'll be like, yay, and then uh, yay, and then uh, okay? These are minor aspects, um, they're nuisance aspects, and we do have sweet ones as well interspersed. It's nothing to fear, it's just something to be aware of so that when it's happening, instead of being like, what the heck is going on? You know what the heck is going on. We've got a lot of annoying connections, all right? Now, if you love to know more about the salty dates, the, my favorite aspects, the ones to be aware of and, a caref and careful of, then definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com and sign up for my free newsletter because I have my um, monthly report one month early that goes into all of those things in a written version. But for now, we just need to know that you're going to have a lot of road bumps and just to be ready for them. Okay, so the next thing to know, it's pretty exciting, is that we have a break from eclipse season. April and May eclipses, that intensity went even into June, but now in July and August, we get a break to integrate those radical changes that may have recently come in. And we've got a little bit of time before the next set of eclipses come in. So we've got a little break to integrate. We can start to implement the information that we got over those um, months and things can start to become whatever the new normal is. If you want more insight into how those eclipse cycles, we've got two eclipse cycles at play right now, and they are at play even in the break times, okay? Because the themes of the eclipses have to do with the transiting nodes 
and they are always going on. They just boil to overflow at the eclipse time where they kind of become more conscious away from the unconscious and behind the scenes. So if you want to know more about the Taurus Scorpio and Aries Libra eclipse cycles that are at play and how they're affecting Capricorns, watch my April and May reports and I'll, I'll talk more about that there, or I, I talked more about that there. So if you, if you want to dive deeper into that. The most important and influential transit this month is Venus retrograde. Venus rules love and beauty and money and design and self-esteem and comforts. And we've got this retrograde transit from July 23rd through September 4th. The pre-retrograde shadow transit starts June 19th and stretches after it goes direct until October 6th. So a very long transit, very important to know what's going on. Fortunately for you, this is one of my areas of expertise. So I have linked in the notes underneath the video or podcast various resources that I've created for Venus Retrograde. And depending on when you're listening to this, if it's in July um, and beyond, I will be posting weekly Venus Retrograde shorts to help you, you know, keep current and make the most of the energy. But if you want to prep and get kind of get a leg up here, it's good to know because there are things that are best to be done, things that are best to be avoided. There are things, it's basically an experimentation phase where you can try lots of things on, where patterns from the past in love and design and money and aesthetics will come up and where blessings from the past. So challenges from the past, blessings from the past, an inward and backward look. Um, and it can be wonderful. I love Venus retrograde. It's come to be one of my favorite transits, but that's partly because I know what to do and what not to do and understand what's going on. And I want that for you too. Okay. So just check out my resources, look for the Venus retrograde shorts as that comes and just know that there's a lot that's going to be coming back from the past for better and worse to be dealt with in money and love and design. Okay. So a couple of other things here before we get into our investments, and this is going to tie into the investments. We've got a ton of energy in Cancer. We've got star goddess Juno, the sun, Mercury. Then um, on July 17th, we have at 25 degrees of Cancer, a new moon. And all of these are opposing your placement, which means that you're going to feel pulled between the things you need, the things your family needs, the things you need, the things that other people need. But it can also mean you can come to great understandings, resolve issues, and get on the same page with people. A strong focus on home, family, real estate, and housing will definitely be present. And opportunities to connect with people emotionally and see people's more sensitive side, for better or worse, might come up at this time. And chances to sort of air out things that might have been under the surface. Lots of Leo energy will bring potentials for fun, excitement, romance, things focused on children or creative babies, and chances for your creativity to shine and for you to get out of your routine and stagnation and go do some things that are fun and different and exciting. I know Capricorns will appreciate that because things can get pretty stodgy when you're the one holding everything up, as a lot of Capricorn placements are. Definitely know that personally. I am preparing to completely let loose and enjoy the fruits of my labors in this July. And I'm hoping that you can see that as a theme for you as well, to really enjoy the fruits of past labors um, and really just let loose a little bit and just sort of do some different things and let some fun come, some, come your way. Okay, so now let's talk about this energy of investments. 
Leo placements, as we have a bunch here, we've got Lilith, star goddess Lilith, we have Venus retrograde. So that whole period of time I told you from June, the end of middle of June to the beginning of October, this is going to have Venus um, moving here. We've got Mars for a little longer. We've got um, star goddess Pallas Athena, all accentuating not only Leo, which we talked about, but also your eighth house of investments. And the energy of investing is going to come up very strongly for the short term and also as um, as a prelude to something going on deeper for the long term. And this has to do with viewing the energy of investments and getting some things in place, okay? The most important number one thing that Capricorns can and tend to invest in is themselves. Now, this isn't I don't mean this in a selfish way because I know Capricorns, even though for whatever reason, Caps can get a bad rap, like they're just ambitious for the sake of it and not really care about it, caring about other people. And to, in my experience, that is not true. They know that they can do things and they want to do things. And usually the reason they want to do things is not just for their own personal glory. It's mostly to help other people because they're responsible for other people or they know that they they ha they can, right? So you know that you can do certain things, whether it's take care of employees, take care of your family, take care of friends, take care of your parents, whatever it is, you, you invest in yourself, okay? Now, where there are holes in this investment is going to be the subject of some things that can be rectified this month. By investing in yourself, I mean a bunch of different things. One is education. You may have chosen or may be about to uh, experiment with getting more education on topics that will help you to better do what you can do, all right? So investing in your own education, you are your greatest resource. And that is true for everybody, but there's a special element of this for cat placements, okay? So investing in yourself through education, um, investing in yourself through, you know, business training. It doesn't necessarily have to be accredited education. It could be something online that is, you know, not related to a formal school program, or it could be related to a school program, or it could be something that your work offers, anything where you're basically investing in your knowledge and your capacity to be an earner of money, an organizer of things and people, and a person who helps other people in various ways, okay? Another way that you can invest in yourself has to do with your health and your wellness. And this is one where caps aren't always the best at this, okay? If you are an exception, then bless you. Thank you for being a model for everybody else. But your wellness, your health, your stress relief, your relaxation in safe ways that are fair to other people, of course, I'm not meaning to be unreasonable, um, is a really, really big investment because what would happen if you can't do stuff, right? The ship could come down. So investing in your relaxation, and this goes back to this energy of Leo that I talked about this month, where fun and frolic and, you know, love and romance and spending time with your kids and spending time with your beloved person, whoever, is really, really, really important and critical. And that's coming from not only this Leo energy, but also the 8th house Scorpio energy, also the loaded 7th house. All right, so we know that your yourself is your greatest asset. Now, after that, one of the things that Capricorns tend to invest in is other people. Here's another misconception. People think that caps are all business. 
but usually what they're doing is they're investing in people. This is a really great lesson that my stepdad who raised me with my mom taught me. And you know, I did not even really realize he was doing this until a while later, you know, very, very, very much later in life. I did not really realize what he was teaching me to do. He was teaching me about investments. He was teaching me to read the Wall Street Journal. He was teaching me about stocks. He was teaching me about those kind of things. But what he really was teaching me is that people are the greatest investment. And when you invest in people, not only can that be magnified and multiplied and spread to other people, but it will also come back to you personally and your cause of whatever you're trying to do. So having this, these seventh and eighth houses, those are the two partnership houses of the, of the um, astrology wheel, all these pie pieces that you see here, I like to call them pizza pie. <laughs> That's what the chart looks like. These are um, houses, they're fields of experience we have as humans. And they each represent certain elements of what we experience as humans. They're very uh, unifying. It's one of the things that I love about astrology, and I very much use astrology for this purpose, is to be a unifying force. There are so many things that seek to divide us. But when you look at the charts and look at the elements of the human experience, those are unifying factors. And this has very much to do with your relationship space and other people. We tend to project out our seventh and eighth house energies. So they come in the form of other people having experiences affecting us. They come in the form of us interacting with other people, them doing stuff for us, us doing stuff for them. So this is a time to really start thinking about, if you haven't been aware of this, that maybe you think you're investing in your business, but the greatest asset of your business is the people. And so what ways can you invest in the people close to you? Um, friendships. You know, if you're not in business, just those key relationships or people in your community. Now, the next investments that are coming up this month are the typical ones we think of. Money between Venus retrograde and that eighth house being full. That is very much about actual financial investments. There are a few cautions here with Venus retrograde, and I definitely urge you to research my Venus retrograde resources that I have listed in the notes below um, because there are things to know. And sometimes things we do in Venus retrograde can be reversed or we don't see or it's shorter term than we think. Um, so it's not generally a time to put all of your eggs in one basket. Okay. Now in general with investments, we want to diversify, right? That's one of the keys to successful investment portfolio is to diversify it. And that is the case here. So getting your fingers in a lot of investment pies or low stakes things with high reward potentials. So if you can put a little bit of energy towards something in a way that if it doesn't go well, you don't lose that much, this is the time for that. Venus retrograde is amazing for trying something on. Someone says, hey, I want to try this or do this. And if you do it and it doesn't work out, it's fine. Those are the kind of investments that you want to do now, but that it has a strong upside potential. When I got into the brokerage business as my first job out of college a million years ago, my the people would joke and say, okay, the biggest key to being successful as a stockbroker is to buy low and sell high, right? Well, of course, that's what we want to do, but that's not always, it's easier said than done sometimes. But the point here for the retrograde is to look for those ways where you can use the spirit of experimentation. You can say yes to some things in a way that's flexible, that you can get out of if it doesn't go well, and that has a high potential reward without you losing your butt if it doesn't work out. Okay, so the fourth investment winning big for caps 
is spiritual riches. This eighth house also has to do with um, riches. Now, Pluto that rules Scorpio, which is the eighth house rulership. Um, Caps have Leo here, but the, the standard house is ruled by those Scorpionic energies. They rule things under the ground. So like mining, gems, you know, various earth resources. And that energetically translates out also to inside of us. So internal riches, your brain, your body, your connection with spirit, um, you know, your alignment to the natural rhythms, ethereal connections. So this is another place where investments might really work out very majorly big for you at this time and in the future. Something else very notable, especially for Capricorns, is that you have a full moon in your sign. And this is in the days around July 3rd. So remember, full moons bring fullness, completion, drama, for better and worse, elucidation, things coming to a head, recognition, things coming out into the open, moving from the unconscious space to the conscious space. This can also be a culmination of something or it can be an opportunity to see something that's been going on behind the scenes, for better or worse. So we usually get one full moon in our sign each year, and this is it for you. So in the days around July 3rd, you might have trouble sleeping, you know, especially in the time leading up to that. Um, and you might notice that your health, since this is in your first house, your health comes into the picture. Maybe you reach a health goal, or maybe something comes that was undercover that becomes, um, you know, visible as an issue that had been underneath. Maybe you reach some sort of personal pinnacle or some sort of other personal goal, or anything having to do with the Capricorn energies. So business, work, employment, father figures, passion projects, whether they're for money or not, um, something that you persistently and consistently have applied your energy towards working out and coming into the light. This is going to shine brightly for all Capricorns, but the closer you are to 11 degrees, the more of a chance that this will be very notable for you. So we'll say six degrees through 16 degrees, the closer to 11 degrees, the more notable. So this will be like the last, let's see, days of December. So like around December 27th or so through like around January 6th and the closer you are to around New Year's Day the more you get the intensity from that okay so definitely go to anniehelpsyou.com that's the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month and there are a lot definitely sign up for my free email newsletter get my 28 day virtual coaching program called shine when you join my VIP community that gets you the email newsletters that has all the sweet and salty dates um, with the astrology newsletter and all of that good stuff if you want to learn astrology to be a professional astrologer I can help you to do that that's actually my greatest area of expertise you can go to loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com, and you can see my many courses there. But my Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery course is the one that is ever-growing and deepening in wonderful ways to help you use your love of the stars to earn money, either as full or part-time um, profession or just to learn it for yourself to help your friends and family. Also at loomlife.com, you can find some free courses, including Unleash Your Money Magnet and some wellness courses.
If you want to enter my secret star portal that has my exclusive content, go to AnnieBAstrology.com, Annie, the letter B, astrology.com, where I have all kinds of growing monthly uh, resources for you. Jupiter through the signs. We're having a Jupiter um, you know, switch of signs. See what's going to be lit up by Jupiter moving into Taurus. Um, what the sun in each sign can bring as opportunities. My Saturn in Pisces full video. How to understand your natal chart. There are so many goodies. Also tips for how to make the most of hard astrological transits. All kinds of things. And growing. AnnieBAstrology.com And look at the notes underneath the video or podcast to see those Venus retrograde links. Also all these um, links are there. I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.